Welcome back to I Am Real. We are so excited to be celebrating International Women's Day with you. This episode of I Am Real was brought to you by BCBG Max Azria. Known for elegant essentials and romantic dresses, BCBG Max Azria empowers women to look and feel their best, no matter what they're wearing. On March 8th, in honor of International Women's Day, BCBG Max Azria is excited to donate 15% of the day's sales to support women leaders everywhere. Shop now at bcbg.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of I'm Real. We are so excited to celebrate International Women's Day with you. I feel like in Europe, we don't really like celebrate it so much. But now that I live in the States, it's become such a such an important day. And I feel like the message of our t-shirt just like kind of says it all. Yes, I can, I will, the end. Honestly, that's been my motto for years. And I, I wish I could wear this every day because that should be how everybody like does anything. Like, you know, always thinking that you can do things because if you, it's from there that it starts like the, the kind of like right thought process of like, can I do something? But maybe I can't. That's when people start doubting them, themselves and they don't achieve what they're meant to be. But if you like tell yourself that you can. It's already, it's already done. So I, I love this. And in the end, I, I just love the message so much. I think it's so cool. That's so true, though, because I'm Egyptian. And one thing that I love about International Women's Day is like it's celebrating women everywhere. I don't know. It's hard because in other countries, women aren't as celebrated on a daily basis. That's so true. Like I was saying, in Europe, we don't really like make a big deal out of it. But it's, it's yeah. getting better. But I, I so appreciate it more now that I live here. And it makes you be like, why is this one day? We should be celebrating women every day. I feel like we do, though, don't you think? We do. We celebrate each other every every day, like on a daily basis, because we support each other so much. But it's always exactly. like, you want to see more of that everywhere, right? I want to see more of that. I want to see people supporting women, supporting women, men supporting men, women, women supporting men. I, we need to be celebrating the fact that we are badasses <laughs> and we can and we will in the end every day. <laughs> you know, what's funny when I was a kid and I, let's say like thinking about my goals when I was younger, I wanted to move to LA and I was 13 and I was, I'm yeah. from a small town in Italy and I never thought to myself, I'm not going to be able to do that. I, I was always like, oh, I'll, I'll do that. Like in my mind, Same. and nobody was really telling me, Marta, you're great. You're going to do great things. You know, parents sometimes don't know how to motivate their kids or like not that they don't want to they just don't have the right tools maybe but I always had this like fire or like you know like drive in me that made me like go for things and obviously you're always kind of like fearful you doubt yourself but I think once you make peace with that and the fact that that's always going to happen you don't even like listen to those voices of like you know doubtful thoughts and you just go for it but I you know talking to girls and people in general a lot of people are not they don't use that, you know, they don't, it's not a thing for them. And they, they're very fearful. And I, and I think one of my missions is to make people realize that you really can and you will, you know. It's crazy because I totally agree. Like I grew up in Kansas. I had no, I mean, I don't know. Growing up in Kansas here is like growing up where you grew up. like In a small you know, town you know, in the north of Italy. Small yes. town, yeah. And so I didn't have any connections anywhere. And I didn't go to like an Ivy League school or anything or a fancy school to where I would have all these connections. And so you and I really connected on, on the fact like I called up every 
like agency and production company and fashion, PR, anything. I wanted to be in the fashion industry and was like, I will work for you for free until someone said, okay, show up tomorrow. I still lived in Kansas, okay? And I got on a plane and I pretended I lived in LA and I worked LA Fashion Week and they offered me an internship thinking I lived in LA. I told them I lived in LA and I would go back and forth for events until I actually moved to LA. And to me, I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do it the end. And Marta, you have such a similar story. Yeah. I used to email people from back in Milan because I was interning at Vanity Fair and I would have all these connections, but I didn't know what to do with them at that time. I'd just be like, I'm moving to LA. Like I'd love to like, you know, uh, intern for you. Like I, I started creating all these connections when I was there and, uh, I was really scared because, you know, like I didn't grow up speaking English and it was just really like, it was like a big thing to like, it, to move from Italy. It's so far away. And at that time, LA wasn't the capital of fashion. So people were yeah. like, wait, why are you not going to New York or London? Like LA doesn't make sense. But I just had a feeling that it would become like a, like a different city, which she is right now. So it is right now. So I feel like I, I always had a vision that was a bit more ahead of like what I was, um, you know, doing at the time I was thinking about my vision, but I never really like let other people, you know, um, like ruin it for me. So I think, and that's something that's so, so important, you know, when you, when you want to do something, you just have to really like not listen to people and what they say. Because people will say you can't do it because they have never done it themselves. So how will they know? Or, or the fear of doing it and they don't understand your capabilities. They don't understand your drive or how far you're willing to go to make it happen. And that's okay. Like, let them say that, but just know that Marta and I, we are in 2030 while everyone else is still in 2021. <laughs> we have, we already mapped out, we already know what we're going to do in 10 years. And it's hard because when you already, when you're that kind of person and other people are on the same wavelength as you. It's hard to like feel like you're on the same page because you're not. But also, I don't know how else to be, especially in LA, because people plan ahead like five years. Like, okay, like I'm working on a TV show and it'll take me three years to get it done. So I think it's kind of like inevitable to know that you're going to take, you know, so long to make something happen. So to prepare yourself like in advance. But I feel like maybe, I don't know, maybe it's more of an LA thing and we are so used to that. But I I think it it is like a metropolitan thing for sure. I think like... Like I said, growing up in the Midwest, people are take it more day by day. But I've always been someone who, like, I need that stimulation, like, to, like, work towards bigger goals and bigger things. And as women, oftentimes, we're told no or you can't do that. And we see our male counterparts barely try and get, you know, get these TV shows like we're talking about or get the position and get the raise and get the funding. I mean, I will say firsthand when I had my startup and I was raising money, I actually had an like amazing deck, an MVP. It was an app and I had like a community and the, these guys would walk in that went to Ivy League schools and they had just an idea and they would get funded and I wouldn't. And it just... And I saw that too on the other side working in venture capital. And then as I moved through music and the entertainment industry and now like in media, you see it all the time. And thankfully it's it's changing a little bit. We had the first 
time ever female director that won a Golden Globe last week. So I think that's, you know, times are changing for sure. I, know. I think this Slowly next decade bit. is going to be so important yeah. for women. Also going back to like clothes and the way we like, you know, choose what we wear. I like to make really bold choices in my, with my outfits. And like, I don't really, I'm really not fearful at all when it comes to that. But I notice that some people will like judge me or like have an, make an idea, you know, for themselves of me just based on what I look like on Instagram. And for me, sometimes like outfits, um, can like, you know, define different sides of my personality. So what you see on Instagram is only part of me. It's not like everything, but I think it's important to be able to like play and create different moods for like where you're at, you know, in your day with your life. And sometimes I think, you know, having the right outfit for the right moment of your life can really like change your mood and just like make you feel like you can really do things. And, um, you know, sometimes girls, like when they wear like maybe like pants all the time, they feel like a certain way versus when you wear a dress. And I, I think when I have specific things where I need to be strong and to like do a good job, I always wear these like big blazers to feel like, you know, more powerful. I know. I even, you thing. inspired me to get. Yeah. You, the one my, that you got the other day was really blazers. cool. Yeah. That vintage one. Yeah. I like to be super feminine and wear like really like, you know, nice silky dresses, but also like to be more like masculine and be like, I can wear a crop top and a blazer and like, you know, boyfriend jeans and feel like I am, I am still myself, but sometimes people have a hard time defining you by the fact that you choose so many to wear so many different outfits. And I, and I want that to change a little. I, I wish, I mean, I think it's changing, but, um, for me, it's been hard because I feel like people like only see me a certain way. And I, there's so many like ways that we can be seen as, and there's so many people like, you know, personalities that we have or sides uh, to us that I think through clothes. Do you think people put out. you in a box or like in a glass house? I think so. Mind? I think so. Also because you really, you don't really know a person through Instagram and a lot of I mean, my close friends know me so well, but I feel like a lot of people really create their own, you know, um, little movie of who you are by social media. So it's, it's good that we're talking about this stuff so that people can feel, you know, like we are also just like human beings going through all the things that people I are think going Instagram, through. social media in general are just a teaser. Yeah, for sure. To who like you a window are. too. So like you have to watch the full movie and get to know the person in real life to, but fashion and clothes is, it's a great prop. It's a great accessory to that teaser. What What was it like for you when you when you were like growing up? Like, and how was your relationship with fashion and clothes? What, what was it like? So, fashion was my outlet. So, I started sewing when I was eight years old, I didn't know and that. I would make clothes for my dolls. My grandma taught me how to hand sew, and then she taught me on my machine. I still have my sewing machine and everything. It's so cool. Um, and I made my sister's graduation dresses, prom dresses. I made. <laughs> Like my senior picture dresses, I made design them. I did everything from A to Z, sewed them, finished them, everything. And my entire wall in my childhood home is in, is a. I would pull pages out of magazines, and I, I turned my do entire that bedroom wall into a vision board. I mean, fashion was an outlet for me. It was therapy. Yeah. And for me, one of the brands that I loved, whenever and again, I grew up in Kansas, so <laughs> there were, weren't a lot of options, but. Uh, Dillard's, the department store, carried BCBG. They had a huge BCBG section. And they had, like, to me, whenever I had, like, a, an occasion or I wanted to get dressed up and spend money at the time, like, I didn't have that much money, <laughs> I would go to BCBG. And I would just feel like such – I would. it would make me feel so confident wearing their clothes, even though I 
didn't have a lot of confidence on the inside. But wearing their dresses or their, you know, romantic, like they had these really cute skirts I would buy. And at, they had the Band-Aid dresses back yeah. in the day. I, mean, I used to, yeah, I actually remember for one of my first events was a BCBG event that I went to and I wore one of those dresses. And I was, yes, it's when I, I first came to LA. It was like, oh, wow, this is so cool. <laughs> and then the skirts. So I would, I loved, I everything from like a wedding to a dance to, a birthday to even like a job interview. Yeah. I would go to BCBG. So because cool. that was like the, the most fashionable, fashionable items that made me feel so confident and that fit my body so well where? where I was. And I think that's like what's great about BCBG is they can speak to so many different women from so many different backgrounds all over the world. I love that. One thing about fashion for me when I was younger is that Maybe it's a European or Italian thing, but like we like to really get dressed for anything. Like we go to the grocery store, we like just, we won't ever show up just in sweatpants, which I do now in LA, but my mom would like be like, wait, what? Like, why are you like wearing like... Wait, you would get like fully dressed up. Yeah, so, and it's like that everywhere in Milan, especially. So to me, sometimes when I'm here and I'm and I'm just going out to for like a coffee meeting or something, maybe I'm overdressed because that's the way I, I you know, I was raised and that you always have to look not proper, but like put like you put made together to put together. Like you your will outfit. never be in like Uggs in a sweat sweats not and when like I'm going out. oversized sunglasses. No, so I and I thought that I don't know. That was something cool because it gave you like a little, it's almost like every time you create a little story for yourself, what am I going to like look like today? Like even if it's something, even if you're, if you're not doing anything so special, but I feel like it just like, I don't know. It made me happy when I was in Milan, especially I felt like every time I, I, I went out, it was like a competition to like have to show my best outfit. And, and I, don't you love it when you put together an outfit and you feel amazing and then you're walking through the grocery so store much. and everyone's staring at you. So it's like much. your own little runway. Yeah. I And I, so here in LA, because people dress more, maybe more casual, they'd be like, oh, wow, those boots. Or, oh, wow, like that jacket. And I like, see, like they, they, pre- so they see it, like they notice it. So it feels like, you know, maybe I'm, I'm giving out a message of like, you should do that too. You know, it, it'll make you feel good. So I, I think it's important to never like, judge yourself as you're going through like your outfit choices no matter where you're going because if it makes you feel good if it makes you feel happy and strong and yourself go for it you know I think that's a really important thing that people should always I agree I think I would dress sometimes to think when I was younger like oh I wonder if I dress like this will these people like me or this boy like about other people yeah and what they all think yeah I never you know what I Maybe I do it sometimes, but I rarely do that right now. I feel like I just dress. Yeah, for I mean, I've grown out of it. I think finding things that make you that fit you well and represent your style and showcase a little bit of your personality—that's what's so cool. Is like, like you were saying, like you can put a, a, a amazing like jacket or blazer on, and the you know to an outfit, and it just showcases a little bit of your personality. And that's what's so cool about fashion is. You and the thing is, we have so many different sides of our personality. So, so many. some days, so many, so many different. So parts and fashion that, can you know, reflect that. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I also, when I was younger, I used to like, you know, when I was watching movies, pick like some female characters that to me meant like something or like either like what they were saying or doing was really cool, and I would just like mimic them and kind of like you know recreate a version of that with my outfits and i've always looked for female role models to look you know to like be like who was your female role model growing up 
I don't know, it's weird, but I was so obsessed with The Lord of the Rings, and so Kate Blanchett is in it. And so I used to like know all her outfits and all her movies, and I thought she was like such a classy and smart lady because I never wanted to just like look at women that looked beautiful, but like maybe yeah. a little soulless. I, I always was looking at women that were strong and beautiful. Like Natalie Portman, I think, was also like an idol of mine when I was a kid. Um, I mean, Kate Moss, more like for her, like, you know, like looks and her... Uh, just like that, you know, like vibe, a little bit aggressive and edgy and so cool. But as far as actresses, I think Kate Blanchett and uh, Natalie Portman. What about, did you, you know have who any? I loved? And I think it's because of The Princess Diaries, Anne Hathaway. Oh, she's, she's so, yeah, she's so cool. She's so cool. And like all of her roles are like, she's done some really cool roles. And I just feel like she's just always unapologetically herself. Yeah. She doesn't try to like fit into certain roles. Yeah, she seems very real. And, I mean, the role that she plays, at least, yeah. Well, Marta, I am so thankful that I have you in my life and so many other strong women in my life. What do you hope in the next decade happens for women? I hope that we see each other as, like, you know, part of a big family. And I think I feel that way with a lot of my girlfriends that I'm really close to, but also girls that I just maybe met a few times. Like for example, once I, uh, there's this girl, she's Italian and uh, she's a model. She's beautiful. And you know, sometimes brands will reach out to me or clients and be like, Hey, do you know like any girl or guy for this kind of job? And maybe it's, I'm not the right fit for it. So I'll suggest my friends or people that I maybe even just met once. And I, I, uh, you know, brought her up and she was like, and she told me like, you know, thank you so much. You, are so supportive and you know how hard it's been for me to find girls, women that were like not jealous or envy, uh, envious and, 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 you know, and the fact that you will, you know, go out of your way to get me a job. Uh, it just means so much to me. And I, and I thought, Oh, see, to me, it was something so simple and just very genuine. Like I wasn't really thinking too much about it, but to her, it meant a lot. So if, you know, we could all daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, do something for our female friends or do something for someone we met that we think would be great for that job or, or for this to meet that person or just like yeah. do stuff for people that are in our lives, especially like, you know, females and just like for people that you maybe even don't even know that well. Cause I love like connecting with strangers because there's always like something, some like, you know, things in common that you just might find out. And it's, it's good to like give and, and to feel like, you know, people appreciate that. It's a really, really good feeling. So I hope that I can continue doing that and more and more people will see the value in, you know, connecting um, people and, and creating these like real relationships, creating real relationships. That's something that I really hope for either, you know, in the workspace or with friends and just romantic, you know, relationships make them real, just make them real, you know, because yeah. at the end of the day, everything will come up and like, why not start real from the get go? You know, I think that's my hope for, for women all over the world and for people in general. I hope that too. And I hope that we come together like as an ecosystem and we help each other like thrive and grow because when you put a group of women together, we're unstoppable. We really are. We'll, I think we'll start to see that more. The feeling that you get from like helping people, just like very, just from the heart, like not because you want something from them. It's, it's really priceless. It's like, 
it's, I don't know. It just makes me feel like I have a reason to be on this planet as a human being, not just like Marta, the actress, influencer, the content creator. I'm here because I also care about other people and I try to do something, you know, and, and it, even if it's small, even if it's like, I don't know, if it, even if to me it doesn't mean much, but it, it, it can mean so much to others. And I think, I, I, yeah, I wish that this kind of concept, you know, was more of a thing for everybody. It was just more normalized. I want to normalize helping people and being there for people because it's, it's such a beautiful thing. And people think, oh, if I am like, there for them, I'm ta- I'll be taken for granted. Also, that needs to change because because being there for someone means really like you know being a real human being. So that's not something you should be ashamed of or like you know it's something it's a goal. It's, it's something that you should want to be like. So uh, I think normalizing that is really important. What is meant for you will come to you, and you helping someone else isn't taking away from your plate. It's not. Totally. If anything, whenever I see like successful people, you know, um, women or men, I oh, I never once I, f- I never felt like oh, I wish I was like that. I wish I had that. I always was like wondering, oh, I want to know how they did that. I want to know where they came from. I want to know their story to just get inspired to learn and to feel like oh, maybe I can you know take something from that story and like you know use it for my own story. So I think approaching people successful people that way is just not only smart but really necessary and and that's part of this whole idea that you know collaboration over competitions um it's just essential and like sharing ideas contacts experiences with each other because like like sharing each other's knowledge like i will just say just from like the point of view of we don't have to hide like how did this project go how did you do this who was your accountant like literally things like that like you shared your accountant with me and that's to me i'm so grateful for it because that could have saved me so many mistakes or yeah time and money or even like um i i was on a job um a year ago with a, a few girls and this one girl she was so funny yola she was like a born comedian i'm like you need to like act you need to be a comedian like it's in your blood it's your thing she's like she was like, she couldn't believe that I said that. She was like, oh my God. And then months later, she started taking like uh, improv classes. And she was like, thank you so much. And I'm like, of course. Or like a month ago, I was talking to this girl that works in fashion, but she's like, she likes to write. And I said, girl, you got to keep writing. And I want to I wanna read what you write. And she was like, oh no, I could never, I'm so shy. And then two days later, she sent me like a piece that she wrote and she was so excited. So even just when people like share their like, little dreams or things that they think they can never do. When you tell them, I want to see it. I want to hear about it. Let, let, let me know. They get so excited. And that just, you know, opens up new doors that you might have not thought could be right for you. So always encouraging people is just very, uh, it, it's part of the mission, I think, because it just helps so much. With just a few words, you can really, like, help someone so much. Well, Marta, I am giving you a big hug. Likewise. Across the screen. I know. I will We're see you soon. We're wearing the same t-shirt. It's so cool. I know. I love the... I'll come give you a big hug. We'll go celebrate International Women's Day. Yes. <laughs> but guys, follow Marta and I on Instagram if you haven't already. And if you've been listening to I Am Real, we would so appreciate if you could leave us a review and rate it. That means so much to us. And we always love connecting with everyone on social media and and sharing each other's stories dms emails text us anything we'd love to hear your feedback 
Thanks, guys. Bye.